the Just Saying podcast is proud to have our Riveter as our sponsor. Our Riveter doesn't hire military spouses to make handbags. They make handbags to hire military spouses. To shop these bags on a mission, please visit ourriveter.com. Use code BRIEF at checkout for 15% off all signature collection items. Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. And today we're going to continue on our multi-part series on misunderstandings. This time, what to do when it's your fault. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. I'm really happy that you're here. And if you've been here before, welcome back. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less, and also a book called Noise, Living and Leading When Nobody Can Focus. And the point of this podcast is to help you become a much better communicator by being more concise, more clear, getting to the point. And we're tackling a lot of issues in this podcast from how to listen to how to manage noise to how to organize. I mean, the we've reached and exceeded 200 episodes. And I'm really um, pretty passionate about this difficult subject which is misunderstandings. What happens when you're misunderstood? It's painful, but it happens. And I can't eliminate it, but what I wanted to do in this multi-part series is to start to go deeper into just what happens when when there is a misunderstanding and what do you do about it and why does it happen and who's to blame and immediately the fingers start pointing and that's not good. But like I said, it happens And in the first part, we talked about um, why it happens. And what we really got into was like, you know, people are often in a very different place. Um, They don't know what we know. They're not as experienced as we are. Maybe they're a different age, different perspective, different background, different environment, circumstances, expectations. Um, Maybe they're ahead of us. Maybe they're behind us. Maybe they want more from us or maybe they want less. Um, It could be a whole host of reasons why we are so easily misunderstood. It's part of what makes us human. If everybody were consistently clear and concise and easy to understand, well, certainly I would need to do what I do, but I do. And the, there is a need for brevity to say less, but that doesn't mean to say nothing. Um, people say too much and the excess of information causes uh, a lot of triggers, a lot of things to happen. Just think of the variability. Um, think of words like parts. The more parts you have in an engine, the more likely something's going to break. Same thing when people communicate. The more you say in a random order, the more likely it is for people to be misunderstood. And the timing of that could be wrong. Um, it's like operating an engine when it's really, really hot or really, really cold. Where I live, where I grew up actually in Chicago, um, you know, the summers can get very, very hot, but the winters get brutally cold. Well, things don't work. Same thing when you communicate. There could just be the wrong information at the wrong time. Maybe what you're saying is just, it's just poorly timed. It's not the right moment. Um, so that's what we talked about in, in, in um, the first installation, you know why it happens. In the second um, installation, part two, we talked about when it's not your fault. Sometimes, you know, that happens where somebody else is at fault and, um, you know, we need to be, um, we need to be open to, hey, 
this could be somebody else's issue. Um, we need to be uh, realistic. We need to accept that it happens. Um, we need to understand that they don't understand and we might need to part company or agree to disagree. Um, we might need to understand that, hey, they're trying to convince us of something, but what they should just be doing is telling us, not trying to sell us. So sometimes it's not your fault and you need to walk away. Um, just embrace it. It's part of life. So in the third episode, um, what I'm going to tackle is what to do when it is your fault. So it's very easy to say in the words of George Costanza in Seinfeld, that uh, TV show, the character says he's breaking up with his girlfriend. It's not you. It's me. In this case, he's right. It's not you. It is, it is me. It's, it is my fault. And we need to dive into that because part of being misunderstood is, hey, I did something that I, that wasn't clear. And again, the whole purpose of this podcast is to be consistently clear. And if you go back and you look at and listen to and re-listen to episodes in this podcast, it'll help you to be clearer. So this is what happens when you're not. And it's, you know, I do a lot of work with the military and I've said this before in previous podcasts, there's something called commander's intent where in the military, the commander gives a directive and he or she states what that directive is. It's very similar to an executive when they, when they give direction or guidance. And the ones that I've worked with, both in the military, leaders in the military, actually very similar in the in, in corporate environment, there's not one of them that I've ever worked with that don't think that they haven't been clear. In that position of leadership, the confidence, um, how committed they are, they always, always, always think, yeah, I've been clear. But we know that that's not true. Why? Just look at the amount of rework that's done. People are confused. They, 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 they heard too much information and not the right order and all the things we talk about in this podcast. And they go about doing what they think the commander told them to do only to find out later. That's not what I meant. And then, then ensues the, the misunderstanding and the blame game. It's, it's cat and mouse back and forth. What did you really mean? And I didn't thought, I thought I, I thought I was clear, but I wasn't clear. And, and then obviously you're not going to tell your commander that, that she's wrong or he's wrong. And you're going to, and you're going to just keep on going back and try to storm that hill and figure it out. And it's painful. Okay, so what I'm going to focus on in this episode is um, what happens when it is your fault that you weren't clear in the directive and you're the leader and your, your guidance, your communication was off the mark um, and, what, and, and what to do about it. Um, you got to deal with it because it's real. You're not always 100% of the time clear. It's what we aspire to, but we're not. We got to accept it. Sometimes I think I hit the target and I missed. Um, we have to avoid what leads us up to doing this in the first place. Hey, I've got certain habits that I have to avoid. Um, and we have to more importantly, get to the root of the problem. When I'm not clear, why am I not clear? So that's, that's the point of the podcast today is, is to take a deeper look at, Hey, it's not you. It's me. It's my fault. I'm at fault. The misunderstanding is coming from me. 
it's very easy go back to episode two where everything is somebody else's fault and, and blame, point the finger, but that's just not realistic. That's just not life. Um, I, I know that in both professional and personal relationships that I miss the mark more, more often than I want to admit. And I need to do some soul searching about getting to the root of what I'm, what am I doing that made that happen? Um, I think going down my list of things to consider, the first is be open. It may be your fault. So I think there's a, there's an ounce of humility here, which is we're not perfect. We're not always at the top of our game. We have to be open when we think about, let's say, for example, you gave a person a set of instructions and they came back with what they did and it needs to be reworked because it wasn't what you wanted. Well, the first thing to do is to blame them for their stupidity, their lack of understanding, um, the, the effort they put toward the result, but maybe it was, Hey, um, maybe it was me. Maybe, maybe I, so be open that it might be, it might be my fault. The second thing is when you communicate with people is don't assume confirm. And what I mean by that is you'll hear this from people. They'll say, you know what I mean? And they just assume that when I say something that you hear it, that when I explain it, you get it. And they assume that. And so it's one of the podcasts I did a while back about the four mis common mistakes that people make when they're in it. They're, they assume understanding. They understand. Uh, I, I assume that you understood exactly what I was talking about. Don't assume confirm. Well, how do you confirm? Um, well, let's look deeper into some of the root causes. All right. So when you're, when you're assuming all the time, like I speak, people understand that's, that's very dangerous. You need to confirm understanding. All right. So I think we need to stop and take time to reflect and go back. All right. So I'm going to be open. I need to, I need to, I need to confirm, not assume. Okay. First, first question. Did I prepare before I spoke? Did I prepare before I sent an email? Did I take time to prepare? If the answer is no, I did it on the fly running. Chances are it may be your fault that people, people misunderstand. We, we live and work in very fast environments where people don't have time. They don't take quiet. That's why I've done so much work on quiet time and writing the book noise is managing the noise. We live in the noise and we're running from thing to thing. And we don't even stop to consider and prepare before we say something. For as obvious as it sounds, people don't think before they speak. Well, if you're a person that's not thinking before you're speaking and you're just doing it on the fly, chances are that it won't come out clear. It sounds good in your head, but when you say it out loud, it might not sound good in my head. Did you take time to prepare? Well, let's go even deeper in what it means to prepare. Did I think about the person I was talking about? One example, when I was going to talk to them, am I talking to them at the end of the day? Am I sending an email at the end of the day? Is, is the timing right? Are they fresh? Are they focused? Are they in the right environment? Is the time in the environment right? Did I think about that? Second thing you think about preparing is, did I trim out stuff that they just didn't need to know? We, when we're speaking on the fly, tend to just say things and we just pile on. We don't realize that the the amount of information we just gave a person might be overwhelming. We might have said so many things and left out the most important thing. Did we take time to prepare and trim 
and make it shorter, more concise. Another thing to think about is, did we say the most important thing things first? What is my point? Why am I telling you this? What does success look like for me? Did we hit those points quickly? When you're sending an email, what is the call to action? What's the point? If you're giving guidance, what you know, what does success look like? How do you know that this is going to be successful? You know, for a lot of people, um, they don't state that. They just inf- imply it. Implying is not going to get you anywhere. So in the preparation, did I think, what is the main objective here? And why am I telling you to do this? Am I giving you steps? What are the steps? And when you finished, whatever it is that you finished, how do you know it was successful? Stop playing the guessing game. Okay, don't assume, confirm. Um, finally, did you let them speak? Did they ask any questions? Were you able to allow them to summarize back to you your guidance, your intent? Confirm receipt, right? It's like when you send something, like you, you know, UPS or FedEx or overnight, did you get a confirmed receipt? Did they get it? Okay, in comedy, you get it, but you hear the laughter. In clarity, how do you know they got it? You got to hear them say something. And it's not like, hey, do you know what I mean? And they go, yeah, that's not confirmation. Have them ask questions. Have a short conversation. Hear them speak back to you. Confirm understanding. That, uh, that will help you avoid misunderstanding. So when you go through this, this little checklist that I've given to you, first, be open. It may be your fault. Um, don't assume. Understand it. Confirm it. And then think back about your preparation. Did you take time? If you didn't, chances are it might be you. Okay, so we need to build in preparation, you know, before we get on a call, before we have a conversation, especially an important conversation, what leads up to that buildup of preparation can be very, very important. And the absence of that can make being clear very difficult. Okay, it's not a natural gift that people have. You got to prepare, right? Comedians take time to prepare to be funny. People who are, cl- who are good at being brief, clear and concise, take time to prepare and you need that that need that time every day to do that. So I just I want you to I want you to to be open. It may be you this misunderstanding may be you may be the root cause. Be humble. Um, look at yourself and don't always point the finger um, accusing other people. That, that that reflection that looking back at yourself can make you a much better person, not not only a better communicator, but a better person to live with to to work with. And I just want you to think to yourself, right? If for whatever reason, whatever reason, they haven't been able to get what you've been saying, just say, it's me. I'm sorry. Just saying.